Sports Wrap. Thank you very much to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again tomorrow at 6. I'm Brad Brown, and this is SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. We start with news on the wires. The big news today was that South Africa picked up their third win of the 2015 Cricket World Cup. They beat Ireland by 201 runs in Canberra today. Natalie Germanis filed this report. There was a lot of talk ahead of the South Africa Island game, mostly coming from Ireland and their captain, William Porterfield. In the end, there were no match for the South Africans, with South Africa making 411 for four in 50 overs, the second highest score in World Cup history. Hashim Amla made 159, his best in ODIs, and it came off 128 balls this time around, with 16 fours and four sixes, and he was given the Man of the Match award. Fafdi Plessis made his fourth ODI century of his career, scoring 109 off 109 deliveries, with 10 fours and one six, while David Miller made 46 from 23 and Riley Rousseau hit 61 from 30. From Ireland's point of view, Andy McBride in the end picked up two for 63 and 10, but the bowlers were no match for the South African batsmen. The batsmen were all out for 210 after 45 overs. Sir Andy Balberni top scored with 58 from 61 with seven fours. But for South Africa, Kyle Abbott picked up a career best four for 21 in eight overs. Dale Stain took two for 39 in eight. And Mornay Morka picked up three for 34 in nine, while Abbott de Villiers contributed with a wicket, taking one for seven in two. Matthew Jimanis for SFM Sports. Coming up later on this evening's show, we'll chat to former Protea Lance Klusner to analyse today's victory. We'll also hear from Protea's captain, Amy de Villiers. Tomorrow sees Pakistan take on the United Arab Emirates, while Australia, who will be without paceman Pat Cummins due to a side strain, will take on Afghanistan. Former Protea Johan Buerta has signed with the Sydney Sixers for the next three Big Bash League seasons. The 32-year-old joins the Sixers from the Adelaide Strikers, and he'll also play in this year's Caribbean Premier League for the Trinidad and Tobago Red Steel. Absolute Premiership action to look forward to this evening. Mamelodi Sundowns travel to the Vitz Stadium to take on Bidvest. Vitz kickoff is at 7.30 and we'll hear from some of the players later in this evening's show as well. In the Barclays Premier League tonight, there are three matches to look forward to. Southampton have the opportunity to leapfrog Liverpool into fifth place on the log when they host Crystal Palace. The mighty Aston Villa will welcome West Brom and Sunderland travel to the KC Stadium to play Hull in what could potentially be considered a relegation six-pointer. News out of the Chelsea camp is that according to manager Jose Mourinho, captain John Terry will be at the club next season. Good news for Arsenal ahead of their clash against QPR tomorrow. Midfielder Aaron Ramsey is in line to make a return from a third hamstring injury this season. Long-serving Wigan Athletic Chairman Dave Whelan has resigned after 20 years in the top job and put his 23-year-old grandson in charge. 79-year-old Whelan was banned from all football activity for six weeks in December and fined £50,000 for improper conduct related to racist and anti-Semitic comments he had made. Some sad news as well. Former Tottenham captain Dave Mackay has died. Mackay won the English League and FA Cup double with the club in 1961. He was 80 years old. In rugby news, Cheetahs coach Narkodrotsky has made only one force change to his unbeaten side for this weekend's Super Rugby clash against the Bulls in Bloemfontein on Saturday. Loose forward Vili Britz injured his hamstring against the Blues last weekend and is replaced by Boom Prinsloo. Meanwhile, Bulls loose forward Adnu Boerta will return to training next week, having recovered from a pectoral muscle tear. But fly half Jacques-Louis Portita could be on the sidelines for yet another week due to a hamstring injury. On to cycling news, Germany's Marcus Kaufmann, one of the pre-race favourites for the 2015 Absa Cape Epic, has had to pull out after he broke his collarbone in Andalusia bike race in Spain. Kaufmann was due to ride again with countryman Jochen Kajas this year and has been tipped as potential winners. Kajas will now team up with young Austrian Daniel Giesmeier.
And finally, in Formula One news, McLaren have confirmed that Fernando Alonso will miss next weekend's season opening Australian Formula One Grand Prix. That's on doctor's advice after a heavy crash in testing in Barcelona last weekend. Reserve driver Kevin Magnussen will take his seat in that season opener. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll chat to Lance Clues. And don't forget, if you'd like to be in touch, you can pop us an SMS, 34701. Let us know what you think of the Proteus performance against Ireland today. You can also tweet us at SAFM Sports Wrap, or uh, you can find us on Facebook as well. Just search for SAFM Sports Wrap. Lance Klusner, up next. SAFM Sports Wrap. You tune into SAFM Sports Wrap, and it was another dominant performance by the Proteas today against uh, one of the Minos Island, but still uh, a great performance from A.B. de Villiers and the rest of the team. We join now by former Protea, uh, Lance Kuzner. Lance, welcome back onto SAFM Sports Wrap. An impressive win today, particularly in, 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 in the face of the fact that A.B. de Villiers wasn't the one to score the runs. So everyone batted around him and everyone contributed. It's looking good. Yeah, good performance today. I mean, it's just one of those where we just had to just put on a decent show, just make sure that we get through. So I uh, personally don't read too much into games against Ireland, I suppose. But um, nice to see the guys getting into performances and hopefully carry that through to um, the, the, tough, the, the tough rounds to come. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was more like uh, just looking at it. It almost looked like a net for the guys, but out in the middle. So there was there was lots of timeouts uh, from a batting perspective. Also, lots of experimentation with the ball. Some some interesting choices, and it looks like AB's really sort of toying with that fifth bowler all and to to see who's putting the hander. Yeah, uh, it looks like it's a it's a bit of a headache as to how they want to go and how they want to find it. Um, I suppose today just the job done, and then just. Just make sure that we get through the overs and just get, uh, um, you know, off and, and add an opportunity to bowl, um, and, and, and the rest the likes of, of Stan and Morkel. But, um, you know, as I said, don't, I really don't read too much. It's nice to get a win, but, uh, really just for the batters to, to, to get some time in the middle, as you said, and, uh, and hopefully can carry that, uh, through to when it really does get tough. Yeah, without a doubt. Lance, as, as far as the, the batting goes, Hashim Amla, I mean, you can't say enough about the guy. Uh, another great score today, a uh, sort of uh, individual highest score for him uh, in his career. But, uh, I mean, he became the fastest player to 20 one-day international centuries today, and he's a long way ahead of number two. He's just in a class of his own. And, and the scary thing is he doesn't look like he's batting fast, but today was well above a runner ball. Yeah, he has he has been unbelievable, and, and, and he's spot on. Um, it always amazes me how... You sort of class him as a test player or, or, or whatever, sort of on the slow side, but, uh, he almost doesn't even break a sweat. And, you know, at one stage there was, was, was really on to, um, do what Chris Gale did and, and maybe get a double hundred. So, um, yeah, it does amaze me as to, you know, how he goes about his innings, but the rate he scores is, is, is awesome. And, and hopefully he can take that through, you know, and, um, because that is going to stand us in good stead, as, as I said. And, and we just need to be just... The, the only thing that concerns me is that uh, we're very good setting a total. Um, I'd just like to see us maybe in the next couple of games, even if we do win the cross, and maybe just chasing a few scores down. Yeah, that's a, a very good point as well. Selection issues, you mentioned a bit of a headache, and I think there definitely is one, particularly around number seven and, and possibly having an extra bowl in. Which way do you see it going, Lance? Uh, the, the fringe players, I think of guys like Riley Rousseau, uh, have put their hand up with the bat. From a bowling perspective, I almost get the feeling that we are one bowler short. What, what do you think is the solution to that? 
Um, yeah, look, I don't think it's, I, I think uh, the conditions will dictate that, but I personally believe that a guy like Eddie Dumini can give you 10 overs. Um, and playing your four, your four best bowlers, uh, three seamers and, and Imran Tahir, um, I, I really do believe that, uh, if those four, four bowlers do their job, then JP Dumini can give you 10 overs, which then allows you to play an extra batsman because, uh, there's not too much in the, in the in the, in the all rounder ranks there, so but that's the balance of the team, and I believe that those those six batters really are are, are class batters. So it doesn't it is it's not an exact science either way. Um, I think I'll be comfortable. It's just just important that those the top six batters do their job. You know, would would you if you were in charge in the process, would you be concerned with the form that, that Quinton de Kock showing up front? A, a little bit, but he is class. He's proved that he's proved that in the past. I think. Um, Maybe selectors need to decide um, as soon as possible, really just to give him, if they do decide that, you know, they are going to stick with him and give him that confidence and say, um, no, listen, bugger, we're going we're gonna to stick with you for for the rest of the comp. Or else if there is going to be a change, it needs to be now. Um, I think they also like like to have A.B. de Villiers in the field as well. He brings another dimension there. So there's quite a few things there really that, uh, that they need to look at, but I think they have to look at it uh, sooner rather than later. You mentioned AB Lance. You were you were well known for your big hitting when, in in the middle of your career. Uh, AB is just also a phenomenal, phenomenal player. That knock against the West Indies, you can't really put that into words, can you? Yeah, look, I mean, AB is in a different class to probably anyone has ever been. You know, um, I'd love to see him doing that, chasing a big score. I don't think. Uh, South Africans have seen that as yet, and, and haven't seen um, that um, that combination or our current combination chasing down a big score. I know we weren't really tested against the West Indies, and maybe when we were tested a little bit against India, came unstuck. So, um, if if ever there is a, a question mark as to how they're playing, it, it's maybe chasing down um, a big score, but. Um, no, just getting back to AB, he's in a league of his own, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just awesome to watch. We'd obviously love to see the Proteas bring that trophy home, but uh, who, who do you think some of the other danger sides? England obviously haven't been uh, up to scratch at all, but Australia, and New Zealand, they they always going to be up there. India looking good, Sri Lanka also starting to to to, to peak. Yeah, I agree with you. Those are probably probably my picks. Um, probably five places for four semi-final spots, you know, and then it's it's anybody's game, but. Uh, um, I really do fancy South Africa's chances. I think we can. I think we we, we really do have the team that um, you know on any given day. And and let's be honest, semi-finals and finals are any given days can can beat the best in the world. Um, I fancy New Zealand. I think at home they they're a handful, and you can never out with the strength. Lance Kluzner, thank you so much for joining us this evening on SAFM Sports Trap. Much appreciated time, and uh, we look forward to chatting again soon. My pleasure. Cheers. Thanks. Zimbabwe has a mammoth task if they are to entertain any chance of progressing past the pool stage. When they square up against defending champions India at Eden Park in Auckland on the 14th of March 2015. Tune in for a live crossing from 3am on your favorite radio station. Brought to you by SABC Sport. The SA Post Office is back to full operations despite irregular disruptions which are tightly managed.
Through their strong physical delivery network, the SA Post Office enables customers to communicate with their end customers. The SA Post Office is appealing for support and assures customers of their commitment to serve them reliably as they recover from this period, making SA Post Office your number one service provider. SAFM Sports Wrap. You tune into SAFM, and it was a fantastic performance from the Pro Tiers today. Yes, granted, they were playing against Ireland, but they still went out there and performed really well with the bat and followed it up with a ball. Pro Tiers captain A.B. de Villiers was satisfied with the performance his team put together. I'm very happy with the performance. Uh, Ireland's a, they're a tricky team to play. Uh, I, I think they've taken a lot of confidence from the, the good start they had in this World Cup. <coughs> and I think we paid them all the respect that they, they deserved, which probably helped us to perform a bit better today. Um, it's very easy to underestimate a team like that. And I thought the, ga- the guys stuck to their guns really well. Uh, we started off exceptionally well, the great partnership between Faf and Hash. Um, when you get a partnership of 200 plus in ODI, you're always going to get, get yourself into a good position as a batting unit. And we found ourselves in a great position going into the last 15 overs, which um, gave us a lot of freedom to um, to express ourselves. But um, we, are, we ticked a lot of boxes today. Um, you can never be exceptionally happy with your performance. I'm just very happy with the way we did the basics well today and, and stuck to playing a tight game of cricket. Batting first, the Proteus posted 411. It's the third time this year that they've scored over 400 and the second time in consecutive matches. De Villiers believes that the key to scoring such big totals is to dictate and not wait for the opposition to show their hand. You've got to read the situation really well. Um, you can't just play positive cricket for 50 overs and, and go hard at, at, at everything you get. Um, I, I think... Our strength is in reading the situation. Well, we've got a lot of mature players in the side. What pleases me about our batting at the moment is we do it our way. We're not trying to follow unique strategies or someone else's strategies. Um, we stick to our game plans and what we believe works, works for us. And um, that, that really makes me very happy as a captain, to, to, to see the guys really follow our game plans and stick into that. And if you read the situation well, you set it up nicely. Um, for whenever you feel the right time is to take a bit of momentum and, and run with it, um, you're going to get 300 plus more often than not. There's been a lot of uh, speculation about the seventh batsman or bowler uh, in the squads, and there's been a lot of talk about the balance, but uh, the captain believes uh, they're in a good place with everybody performing. To have as many guys in good form as possible in a tournament like this is, is, is key, and uh, we've, got a, we've got a few players now, on, fringe players and players in the side that are doing really well and that, that show that they're in good form. So it is a great problem to have, no doubt about that. Yeah. One of those fringe players today that really performed was Kyle Abbott. He put in career-best figures of 4 for 21 uh, in eight overs. And A.B. de Villiers spoke highly of the quick bowler after today's game. Yeah, Abbott, is a, look, he's, he's, he's played a lot of cricket um, domestically. He's a very experienced campaigner and... Um, he shows that he, he plays with his heart on his sleeve. He's got a lot of passion for the game, a lot of passion for the team, and um, he's, he's always one of those guys that when, he, when he's in the side, you know what you're going to get from him. Um, you're going to get 100% commitment. Um, you know he's going to follow the game plans that you put out there for him to follow, and um, a very easy guy to captain. So the way he's bold has pleased me a lot. Um, no one's guaranteed of a spot, though, moving forward, and we'll have to get the balance right for the next game. We'll assess whatever conditions and whatever team we play against. And, um, and pick the best possible 11 to, in order for us to win games of cricket. 
Following his magnificent knock against the West Indies last week, Captain Avi de Villiers proved once again today there aren't many things he can't do on a cricket field. He bowled two return figures of two overs, seven runs, uh, and picked up the lone wicket. This is what he had to say about his bowling after the game. I enjoyed it, thank you. Um, I enjoyed bowling a bounce or two as well. <laughs> uh, just showing the bowlers how to get it up head height. No, it's, it's very enjoyable. Uh, I'd like to think that it's... Uh, it's something that could come in handy in one of the games in, in the World Cup. Um, I won't bowl every game, but it might just come in handy, especially when we play seven batters. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is South Africa's news and information leader, and time to chat some men's hockey. And we've got some great international hockey to look forward to this coming weekend uh, down in Cape Town. It is the Hockey World League Round 2. It all gets underway on Saturday, and we're joined by the South African men's coach now, Fabian Gregory. Fabian, nice to, to catch up again. Welcome back onto SAFM Sports Trap. Good to chat. How bad. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it's been a while. Fabian, you guys must be pretty excited. I mean, this uh, tournament, there's, there's some good teams out, and uh, it's going to be great to be playing hockey in our own backyard. I mean, the crowd supporting Cape Town is always fantastic, but uh, a tough task here. Um, uh, Azerbaijan, Belarus, China, Czech Republic, Egypt, and France uh, all here, as well as Switzerland. It's not going to be an easy easy uh, few days. No, definitely not. I think all these teams are coming with the same vision that they want to qualify for World League 3, which is the semi-final. Um, and we're quite keen to go out there and show the African public, especially the ones down here in Cape Town, who are going to come and support. Um, and maybe that's the, the 12th player that we're going to that we're going to need during this event. So we're quite keen to play at home and looking forward to the challenge. And we would like to go out and publicly state that we are definitely going to try and win this tournament back at home. That's yeah, uh, that's fighting talk, and that's what we love to hear as well. It's been a, a challenging week in Cape Town, obviously with the fires, but today has been an absolute scorcher. So so preparing for this thing has, has been quite tough, Fabian. Yeah, it has been. We've been here since the 19th of February, um, and obviously we had a camp and then uh, worked our way through selection, and we announced the final team um, today. And we're also fortunate enough that we invite that we get back all of our international stars, Austin, our captain, um, Tank Payton, um, Erasmus Peters is back, Tim Drummond comes back, and then um, Matt Guys Brown as well. So we need back up to strength, and selection has been difficult. But I must commend the players for the level of maturity and the level of professionals that they brought to the to the camp and the matches that we've played. So quite excited that we have everybody back in ta- back in town and in the team and everybody raring to go. We have a practice match we're playing against France tonight. So good good opportunity for us to get our act together and gel as a team um, and just ensure that we we keep the com- competitive nature of the group going and look forward to start the challenge on, on, on Saturday afternoon. I think the last time we spoke uh, you, you had mentioned that you wanted uh, particularly the, the, the older more experienced players to put their hands up and really show that they, they were committed to the cause. Are you happy that uh, the names that you've got and, and the, the more experienced guys in that setup are, are basically doing what they should be doing and, and, and the young guys are, are pressing hard for those spots? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with the, the senior players that we've got, that we've included. I think Julian Hikes is an example. We haven't selected Julian, not only because he wasn't um, uh, he wasn't due, available due to work commitments, but we didn't feel that Julian had brought enough at Commonwealth Games. We didn't feel that he had brought enough um, during during men's interprovincial tournament. And now suddenly Julian comes here in some of the best shape I've seen him, and also just from a competitive level, he's played exceptionally well. And I think... That's been a, a good catalyst that the younger players have stepped up and made the group exceptionally competitive and also brought a different level um, when we don't have the ball. And that's put a, uh, a good, uh, a good uh, perspective in it for the senior players. And they've brought 
a good attitude to the camp as well. So we have a good mix of the senior players that have come in. And then also the youngsters have been rewarded for uh, for the level of performance that they brought. So I'm quite excited with the group that we have. Talking of, of the, the the teams you're going to be facing, you mentioned France with a, with a friendly this evening, but as far as the actual tournament goes, uh, the, the draw, China up first, then Egypt, and then Switzerland, uh, not not the easiest of draws. What, what are you expecting? Yeah, I think the first game up, obviously a little bit of nerves playing at home, and also for some of the players playing at the, at the big event, we have some, some players who are relatively inexperienced, and they're definitely going to show some nerves coming up, but I've just said to them that, you get get rid of that. You've selected because of the performance that you brought during camp, and now it's your opportunity to show. So we 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 know what the the task is and how difficult the task is going to be. But I believe with the with the quality that we have in this team, in all in all three the the lines that I I believe that we have a good group of players and we've selected the players that are on form and, and they will hopefully do the trick for us and, and make sure that we get a gold medal come the end of the tournament. Well, you've set the goal. You're not there just to make up the numbers. You want to win this thing. What, what do we need to, to, to qualify for the semis, Fabian? Do we need to win it? We need to end in the top three, um, which is easier said than done because of the system that FIH has come up with. But being the home team and we're going in as the highest ranked team, um, we're going to make sure that we want to reward the people for coming to to back us and, and watch us and support us over the, the next week. So we want to make sure that we leave a lasting impression on South African public down here in Cape Town as well and make sure that we give a good account of ourselves. And then as far as uh, supports, you, you mentioned uh, the extra player and the, the home crowd in Cape Town. You're hoping that they do come out and support us as best as they can. And, and it's normally a raucous, raucous crowd down in Cape Town. Uh, anything you want to say to the public to get them down there and, and just get them G'd up behind the guys? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, the the public in Cape Town is being blessed that we have selected a really fantastic group of players and there's some some local young local talent that also that's also playing and we want we we definitely need this support coming up and we want to make sure that we give a good account of ourselves and we make sure that the South Africa, that the public down in Cape Town is going to be proud of the South African team when they play um, because we were pushing for a, for a win in each of the games that we play and we want to make sure that we end up giving that uh, getting that gold medal come next week Saturday. Fantastic. Fabian Gregory, men's coach uh, for the South African hockey team. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Good luck for that match against France tonight. And uh, good luck uh, for the opener against China this coming Saturday. Looking forward to it and we'll keep you updated here on SAFM as that tournament progresses. All the best and and please pass on our best wishes to, to the entire squad. I will do. Thanks for having me on the show. The SA Post Office is back to full operations despite irregular disruptions which are tightly managed. Through our strong physical delivery network, the SA Post Office enables customers to communicate with their end customers. We are appealing for support and assure our customers of our commitment to serve you reliably as we recover from this period. Making SA Post Office your number one service provider. The SA Post Office. We deliver whatever it takes. 2014 was a tough year. The SA Post Office values you as a customer because without you they would not exist. The SA Post Office is appealing for your support and assures their customers of their commitment to serve reliably. The SA Post Office is committed to building a strong future of performance reinforced by ongoing dialogue across the organization to ensure delivery of reliable quality services.
It's the Absa Premiership Weekend. On Friday at Beatbus Stadium, the Clever Boys are at home against Bloemfontein Celtic. Kickoff at 8. On Saturday, catch the Soweto Derby between Chiefs and Pirates at FNB Stadium at half past 3. Then at 6, Super Sports United tackles Ajax Cape Town at Peter Mukaba. Amazayoni plays Amazulu at Mbombela at Kodafas 8. Tickets available from 40 Rand. Brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SAFM Sports Wrap. Speaking of the Absa Premier League, there is a match this evening. It kicks off at half past seven at the Vitz Stadium. It is Mamelodi Sundowns up against Bidvest Vitz. Both teams sitting on 37 points on the log, so lots to play for this evening. Sundowns goalkeeper Dennis Soyango says it's going to be a tough match against Vitz tonight. Well, uh, we all know they're, they're a good team. We, we, we're challenging, we're fighting, we all in the, we have the same points at the moment, us and Vet, so we know they're gonna come strong at us and uh, we just need to be smart and take, take our chances because we all know the qualities they have and uh, we also know our qualities, so we just need to stay focused and, uh, and get, get, get that game done, so. We, we, we're working hard, we just came back, but we, we focused, uh, we're getting one game at a time. So we'll, we'll see about, uh, that. Sundown's midfielder Bongani Zungu says they are ready for Vitz. He says they're also wary of their tricky playing style. Yeah, I mean, you know, Vitz is a very stubborn team. You know, they, they, they play a lot of, um, high ball and they play, their pitching is very awkward. The awkward team, but we, we we started with our match analysis on on them. You know, we have an idea on what they they might come up with. You know, on the day, but it's gonna be a tough game. But you know, this is this is our life. We see, you know, what football is about. You know, we have to be fair. You know, and and, and then we have to do well. We have to be professional. So. We, 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 you know, we, we, we um, approach the game as, as, as the coach wants and we approach it with, you know, maturity and, 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 and try out there to win. Zulu says Sundowns, whose campaign in the CAF Champions League started off with a bang. They beat St. Michael 3-0 on Saturday night in Attridgeville, but he doesn't see this league match against Wits as any different. Yeah, it's very difficult because, you know, um, um, recovery is very important, you know. It's very difficult, but we have a team, you know, everybody here stands up with all the quality to perform at any given day. So, so our team is very important. Uh, the coach can put in anybody, so we are not pressing that much about, you know, all the three games, because we have a very small squad for a lot of talent. The Bidvest Stadium is expected to be packed to capacity this evening and a hostile crowd uh, should be there to welcome both teams. Vitz midfielder Siobongo Nshlapo says the game can be equated to two boxers in the ring sizing each other up before delivering the killer blow. Well, those guys have been winning, so is us. So I wouldn't say it should be a one-sided game. It's going to be an evenly balanced game. I think whoever that makes the most mistakes will be punished and uh, whoever that makes the least mistakes stands a chance of winning. But it's going to be an even balance. You cannot easily predict how they're going to play. They cannot easily predict how we're going to play. I think it's going to depend on the play. But both sides, uh, they've got quality, so it's going to be a good game. And like I said, uh, tomorrow is like a game of chess.
uh, you make one wrong move, you'll be punished. So it's vital that every player that's going to take part on the floor from both teams is on his A game, you know? And check uh, cheeks from the coaches will also play a part. And uh, so into that game, a lot of lectures will be playing in players' minds psychologically. Uh, we want to catch up and cheese. Uh, we both tied. Uh, whoever that wins the game closes the gap better. So a lot of things will, will take place in terms of us thinking about the game. But I think when we start playing, uh, it should be very vital that we don't think much about whatever that's happening and deal with the game and then we'll see what happens at the end of the game. Vitz Devena, Marcus Leckie says uh, it won't be easy to upstage Sundowns, especially after their 3-0 win in the CAF Champions League last weekend. We obviously know it's going to be a very tough game, even though we're playing at home. Uh, Sundowns are in a very good run of form, uh, and it's always difficult to play against them, So, but we'll be hoping to, to get one of them. Well, I think just our mentality towards the game, you know, I mean, what they like to call a six-pointer. We can get the win, we'll definitely put one over we're obviously looking forward to win as many games as we can and obviously try and finish as high up on the table as we can and maybe even catch Kaiser Chiefs. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. That football gets underway, 7.30 this evening. And as mentioned, top of the show as well. Three games look forward to in the Barclays Premier League this evening too. That uh, should be fantastic. Uh, Southampton up against Liverpool, uh, up against Crystal Palace, rather. Aston Villa up against West Brom and Sunderland are away to Hull. That should be a fantastic match with uh, relegation looming for both those teams. Should be great indeed. We're back again tomorrow evening at 6.30. Don't forget, if you'd like to be in touch, you can tweet us at SAFM Sports Wrap. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for us as well. For myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chitty, have yourself a great Tuesday night. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, Talk Shop is up next on the other side of 7 o'clock. Right now, though, it's time for your news.